1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. Got your girl Candace Cooper here and my host Drizzy Drake in the building. You can find him at Tally underscore underscore Drake. He keeps it locked and loaded there on Locked on Seminoles, holds it down with his crew, talks about Florida State and all things college football and a little bit of basketball coming soon. I cannot believe we're going to have basketball talk here in just a bit. But we more importantly want you guys to uh, sit in tight and buckle up because it's going to be a great Week five conversation. We're going to get you ready for a couple of these games. We also have got some betting predictions to go over, going over the full slate. So we're going to waste no time here, Jersey Drake. I hope you've had a great week, and I'm so glad to have you here on this Friday show.
0: Thank God it is Friday. Thank <laughs> God it's the end of the month. Your boy got paid. It's going to be a okay. good week. I got some brunch plans. I'm meeting up with some old friends. I'm bringing up some new business. Woo! Period. Games to too. Thank <laughs> God it's
1: Friday. And Miami's Listen. losing. <laughs>
0: At, at the moment. time that
1: we recorded this. Yes, that's true. <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> but no, I really think it's going to be a great week for ACC football. A lot of key matchups going into the weekend. And so I would like to start with the Atlantic, as we always do, go to the Coastal and then round out with some betting scores. So let's get right into it. All right, Wake Forest plays Louisville this Saturday at 1230. Of course, we'd be remiss if we don't say that Wake Forest is low-key like the best team in the ACC right now, 4-0, and 2-0 and in the ACC. Can't sleep on our guys. I think Sam Hartman is the same how we hoped, but Sam Hartman is actually delivering. So here we are facing the Louisville Cardinals, Malik Cunningham. You know, we think it was going to be a great matchup here. Let's talk about, you know, quarterback play and then defensively, how can either team stop some really good quarterbacks here?
0: Yeah, I about to say because I think I tweeted out after that game. I'm like, "Damn, is Wake Forest the best team in the ACC?" And I think we mm-hmm. got to that, uh, add to that too. That Sam Hartman might be the best quarterback in the entire conference. I don't think any just of right. us, I don't think any of us actually picked Wake to do pretty much anything at all this year. I mean, and what Dave Clawson has done with the scheme, with offensively, like he's he's getting people open. He has a, a stable running backs so with Christian Beal, Smith, At Perry, and J'Koy Robertson as wideouts. And defensively, like they're they're able to just physically beat you up and down the field. Like I mean their yep. corners aren't particularly their strong suit, but defensively their, their line play has been up, up um, has been amazing. And then with Louisville like I'm not as high on them as I think as some other people are. I mean, I'm a hater, you know, don't don't get twisted with that cuz I'm not a big Scott Fairfield guy, but Malik Cunningham actually did pretty much show it against FSU, albeit a really bad FSU team, and I to me it's gonna be this game's gonna be very very interesting primarily because I think Braden Smith might be out for this game, mm-hmm. and he was lost. I think want to say in the beginning of the third quarter against FSU, so they're gonna rely on Malik Cunningham, who pretty much didn't really play that much in the second half. If you catch my drift, because they didn't do anything after we did adjustments.
1: Yeah, we we love some good adjustments, but I'm also here for teams that can just hold off, and I think that's the key for a lot of ACC teams this year. Yeah. Like you start out hot, and then you're just like, please, just don't die, just please don't fizzle, please. You see that with Duke a lot, you know. You see having their various teams come back into games, but Louisville, more importantly, Malik Cunningham, I think he has you know impressed people to the in the sense of you have a resilient attitude coming off of that horrible old Miss start. You've kind of just built yourself game after game and sort of pushed through almost a thousand yards on the season already so I think that's something you know we can't sleep on when we talk about quarterback conversations here you know this is the conference of quarterbacks apparently but you know the guys we thought what well, we we would be having conversations about here De'Eric King right Sam Howell we're clearly saying all right Sam Hartman Brandon Armstrong let's talk about you know Malik maybe those maybe things are changing in a good way so I think overall I see Wake Forest kind of skating with this win but They go five and zero. You can't not say that the Demon Deacons are the best team in the ACC, in my opinion.
0: No, I kind of agree with that right now because I think they're right now they're definitely the best team you know in their own division,
1: Mm -hmm. especially with the Mm -hmm. coaching
0: staff, especially with yeah because Clemson to me they're like I think I was one of the first people to say it on our show and over the summer that I saw that when I saw them play and get blown by Ohio State, I saw the same damn thing happen to Florida State with Oregon. And that's how, mm-hmm. that's literally where you see the dynasty comes to fall and crumbles. You go to mm-hmm. a new quarterback from a generational talent. You go from sort of basically T-Law to D.J. Ongalele, And then you basically you lose coordinators, which Jeff Scott's gone. Tony Elliott is apparently now on the chopping block, even though, in my personal opinion, Dabo has been calling plays, you know, since, since the Ohio State game and is now just throwing him under the bus. But yeah, with these quarterbacks, I mean, and you also forget Kenny Pickett, too. Like Kenny Pickett also has been a great quarterback as well. And then Devin Leary, who, another quarterback who's definitely showed out, and finally, finally beat Clemson and got Dave Dorn that big, big win that he must needed. I wish our quarterbacks did that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So let's talk about our next matchup here when it comes to the Atlanta Division. Two teams that Jizzy Drake covers for us on the show. Syracuse and Florida State, big matchup going into the weekend. They play Saturday at 3.30, all right, on ACC Network. And I'm not saying Syracuse has a chance, but I'm saying Syracuse has a chance here in this matchup.
0: So, Syracuse as a as sorry Florida State is eleven and two against Syracuse at home. Sorry, I'm no, sorry. Overall, ever since being in ACC, mm-hmm. FSU has never ever lost a game to Syracuse, ever at home. Here's okay. the problem with that: we never lost to an FCS team before either. We haven't been owned for in about forty five years. But I and I think I said this earlier to you know to AJ and JJ also that I think this is the first game even from Monday and Tuesday where I actually. I'm confident that actually we can win this game primarily because this is the only team I think in the entire, you know, Atlantic and coastal that has as bad QB play as us, whether it be Tommy DeVito (laughs) and Garrett Schrader, their offensive line. Isn't that great either. And also they have a great running back in Sean Tucker. That Mm -hmm. mean that kid is, that kid's so damn good, so damn fast. He has great vision too. Like he's
1: Florida State has. What, if we're doing you know play for play here,
0: yeah, like it's a mirror. It's literally like it's like that Spider Man meme. We're like, oh my god, it's me. You're like it's back like back and forth. Yeah, like that's literally what it is. And so to me, it's going to come down to coaching. Um, mm-hmm. and I've been very very harsh on Mike Nervo. I thought the play calling got us out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I thought Jacksonville State. He got re- he, he was playing with his food way too. Early. Like my guy, we're not that good. And then Wake, just defensively and then offensively, was poor, but then against Louisville, that was the best game I think we've played all year, and I include Notre Dame in that because we had nine months to prepare for Notre Dame. With that one, Norval got the play calling back. Adam Fuller, I think, had a little bit of help with Randy Shannon and Chris Marr with the defensive adjustments. Please, we still need to get a new D.C. folks, but I think that this game, actually, is going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think, but then Dino also, it's It's low-key going to be probably the most interesting game of the weekend.
1: Dino's been squeaking out wins when it matters. And I think, you know, this is the season to where, one, they've won two more games than they did last year. So I'm already feeling good about my guy. Sean Tucker, literally, last game, 175 yards, nine receptions, one touchdown. He's been smoking people. He, He gives me Mateo Durant energy in terms of just putting the team on your back. And I think it's just time to see, you know, can Syracuse defense put up or shut up? Can they actually, like, hold McKenzie Milton to, you know, minimal yards which he's kind of done for these past couple games he's he's figuring it out but of course the adjustments when you're not the man from start to finish it's hard to just like get in there and try to be like oh yeah I'm the man now everyone respect me everyone let me do what I do so everyone's trying to fill you out it's like you can't you didn't go to the team you didn't have like the bonding experience I guess you say as you might have thought from start you know from the start of the season until now
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. And also, it doesn't help that our wide receivers are actually probably, like, that's the one thing that I I was talking to a friend of mine who was actually at the game. I'm like, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you watch the wideouts for me? Because, you know, you can't see them out in the telecast because I don't know why ESPN2 has poor, (laughs) poor camera angles. Uh, But but he's like, yeah, they're not getting separation. And one of the big things with the McKenzie Mill and Jordan Travis debate was are our wideouts actually going to be able to get open for them? Mm -hmm. And that was one of my big things. Like, if they can, I want to roll with McKenzie because he is the better thrower. He's the better passer. But if they can't get open, you can't reconcile it. So you. you might as well you might as well go back to Jordan Travis because at least with the backyard football, like he can actually do it. And also, McKenzie Millen's arm is nowhere near what he used to be. Because he can't he can't really step into it with his leg as as we've as we've been seeing. And Jordan Travis, as much as I, you know, malign him with some of his throwing, would be short intermediate passes, that man throws the prettiest pretty as deep balls like butter it's just, just leaves his hand coasts like a rainbow it's like russell wilson-esque so yeah it's gonna be interesting well, to if, see to if mckinsey
1: bad. was like three inches taller it would be he he's so to, short he to, i
0: love <laughs> the guy he's so short
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have to throw that knee but i get it he's doing what he can so i think overall if you had to pick between the two we'll go through of course our betting analysis but i'm giving i am giving syracuse the edge
0: Okay, okay. Okay. I. I mean, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna win the game. I'm just gonna say that flat out right now. We are. But okay. we're not gonna cover though. I will say it's gonna literally come down to literally. They're gonna, they're gonna have the ball. We're gonna be up. We're gonna be like, oh no, we're gonna lose Syracuse at home. We're gonna lose oh, Syracuse no. at home. Oh, we are no, lose Syracuse at no, home. No, no, and no, then no. either they. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or they drop a pass. Or they miss a game-winning field goal. And you know what? I'm gonna take it because right now I need a dub for my sanity.
1: I think she- <laughs> <laughs> if. Florida State is 0-5 coming into next week. I don't know if we're going to get the same kind of perky Drizzy Drake, and that's fine, but I, I totally understand. I totally understand. But at least I'll have you equipped and ready to go because I'm going to send you a box of my favorites and that's Bilt Bar. There you go. I'm going to send you my favorite Bilt Bar. Listen, Cherry barcia is that thing. But this week, we had some coconut. What is it? Cookie dough? That was what it was. So many flavors. Can't keep them up. We had some cookie dough flavors, right? And so we love choosing. If you don't know by now, you can get nine delicious flavors from built Bar. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you get two of each of the nine. Not only are the flavors best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, only four to five grams of sugar, only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get your raspberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate or more or whatever you like. Go to billbar.com, use promo code LOCK15 or you can get 15% off at billbar.com. All right, so we're talking to Drizzy Drake here from Locked on Seminoles. Every single day, he gives you that good good when it comes to those Florida State Seminoles. They are trying to go at least get one win. They don't want to go 0-5 because that would be crucial. But let's switch gears and talk about the Coastal, right? We have a lot of conversations around rivalry week. Um, UNC and Duke just happen to be rivals, and they are playing at noon on Saturday. Sam Howell coming into the series with over 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns. He is trying to figure out how to get back in the groove. He has a great guy in Josh Downs, who has 32 receptions, 452 yards, with five touchdowns on the season. And yet, we still feel like this game might be close, thanks to a young man by the name of Mateo Durant, who has 522 yards on the season and eight touchdowns. Can Gunnar Holmberg hold a candle to Sam Howell? This you know, this game, and what will it say if he does? And they should beat the UNC Tar Heels. Drizzy Drake, I'm feeling nervous about this more than I probably should, but you know, here we are.
0: You should though. I'm gonna say I'm going I'm gonna start <laughs> begin with this. I think every time I picked your team to win, very well, mm. y'all lose. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of a different you know vibe here to help you you know calm your Thank ears a little you. bit. Thank you. Yeah, Mateo Durant is a sicko. The kid literally is the best running back in the ACC. I mean, he is taking the mantle from Travis Etienne to be the best running back in, in the league. And right now, it's he was just dominating from start to finish against Kansas. I mean, I didn't think Kansas was a very good team, but he had what 124 yards, almost average six yards a carry. And then also, he finally has a quarterback to like kind of help him out, short of the load. Like we had him as Atlas, and now Gunnar Holmberg isn't throwing the game away like Chase Bryce did last year. And he, I mean, he yeah. threw for 330 yards, and this game is going to be, it's not going to be enjoyable for you guys, mainly because your, your rushing defense isn't particularly great. Um, I think,
1: yeah. Let's talk about that. 22 penalties on the year so far this season, and they allow for up to 37 and a half points per game. I think Carolina, if they don't know how to wrap up this game, they're going to be out of it. If they can't figure out how to tackle Mateo Durant in the open field, We're gonna have a long day, fellas. Like that's just simple as that. It sucks that we have to play Duke in early October. Normally, this is a little bit further into the season, and you get kind of more hype. But your your Coastal Division championship is on the line here. Like if you, I know more like uh, participation trophy rings where we probably should have won. X Y. no. no tie. F that. If you want to be standing alone, going to Charlotte in December, you have to dominate this team here that you see before you in the Blue Devils because they're having quite as kept. The Blue Devils having a great
0: season no i thought that. they'd
1: be this good
0: <laughs> i mean not, not only that like it, it like you said it's a rivalry game one of the big things that i harp on with our own team is that i mean you saw it last year that like these games used to matter not only to the students but to the players themselves because primarily because like you grew up with each other you grew up playing you new know, pop warner from like when you five to middle school to high school and then you go just to, to rival tribal, rival colleges we see mm-hmm. that at fsu miami all the time and one of the big things is like mm-hmm. hey, i need a player to or players to show like, hey we care we hate those guys this is something that it's yeah. a, it's an affront to us if we lose to them or even let them score any points and that's something that i think sam Howell like understands i mean you stat stat line he has like, oh, 1100 yards that's absolutely absurd and that's something that i know i want to see out of our own players but then now you have mateo durant who i mean he hasn't beat you guys at all and that's something he wants to do and that's a scary thought because like i said before your rush defense is terrifying And not only that, like this is going to be the first in a few games that you're going to face a really good rushing attack. So, this is going to be a testament and like it's going to be a barometer to see how you guys fare for the rest of the year against these offenses that have really good running backs.
1: Well, see, we had a great test against Georgia Tech, except the fact that we had a really good rushing quarterback in J- Jeff Sims. Okay, and Jeff Sims <laughs> with Jameer Gibbs. So, like, you got Max. So, if anything, defense is having a long conversation this week in terms of, hey, can we figure out how to, I don't know, catch a cold, like, or you know, stop uh, anybody when it comes to the run game. So, I think that's i'm just zen here like i can't even get upset anymore i don't feel any emotion i'm just like oh did we win oh did we lose oh, that's, that's just me. what it is that's where <laughs> i'm at right now it's awesome it's a great feeling It's just, just
0: you just give up on your team you're just like you know what i'm okay with this i'm numb to the pain I'm, I'm numb joking. to no, the mine. pain. And then
1: we, <laughs> of course, we normally talk about Virginia, but as we mentioned, we are recording the show at the time that they are playing Miami. And listen, I think that overall, I'll be pleased if Virginia can, you know, put up great numbers, but also defensively, if they can hold a candle to Miami's offense, because again, you're not even playing against De'Aaron King. You're playing with the backup. Can you try and wrap somebody up, <laughs> right? Can you figure out ways to get back in the game or make some Defensive plays? Can you, you know, do some takeaways? It's not happening at the moment, as we talk about the first quarter. But you know, all I'm, well, it is happening at the first quarter. It is a zero nine zero game as the recording, like I mentioned. But how are you going to have a quarterback like Brennan Armstrong and not want to step up a little bit more for him?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is this is the game that literally it's going to show how bad this Virginia defense is because, like you said, Derek King is not is not playing. And also, Jake Garcia, who is their almost five-star QB, is also not playing. So you're having Tyler Van Dyke, who is your third string, and then the backup is a walk-on. So you really, really, really need to be like, hey, we need to put pressure on these kids. And also, this offensive line is also down a few players and has not lived up to the billing. Give him a little bit of help. I mean, we just saw with nine-zero, like, they just got a safety. So we, it's already showing up that they're actually showcasing and pushing their will. And it's a Thursday game, and also... No one down here. I can tell you, I just left my office an hour ago. No one down here cares that they beat Central Connecticut State by six nine zero. I mean, that it's great one. for them, but they're they need to win these coastal games because they're upset that the coastal and the ACC as a whole is this bad, and yet they can't win at all anything right now. And so, Virginia yeah. with the quarterback like Brandon Armstrong, they need to. To me, they need to win this game in order to show like how they are, where the standing is within the ACC. Because right now, we have no idea what they are outside of Brandon Armstrong.
1: So as it stands, if Virginia were to win this game tonight against Miami, they would be tied for third in the Coastal with North Carolina with one and two in conference play. But you have the Yellow Jackets that are sitting at one and one and then Virginia Tech who's sitting at one and oh. So we're getting to the thick of it. Duke has not played a conference game yet. Pittsburgh has not played a conference game yet. This is Miami's first, and they're playing Virginia. So there's a lot of ball left to be played when it comes to the Coastal, and we all know anything can happen on any freaking given day. But I'm feeling like I think Pittsburgh is going to ultimately have the crown when it comes to Coastal Division. What are your thoughts?
0: It's weird, but that sounds like it's something that's actually going to happen because they have Kenny Pickett, who – like I mean, we've said a lot that he's the man and like he's getting national acclaim too. he's probably like if they didn't lose the game against Washington for Michigan, I think we'd all be saying that, that Kenny Pickett's the best QB actually in the conference. Mm-hmm. And
1: and I still think we can say that because he didn't lose that game.
0: No, you're right. The defense did and play calling <laughs> didn't and Pat Narduzzi did. But yeah, it, like <laughs> that to me, that's the most coastal thing that happened. A team that we all thought was just, you know, eh, they're there. Like, I mean, I call Pat yeah. Narduzzi a plant when we're doing our coaching rankings in the beginning of the year. So that actually would make a lot of sense because they have what, you know, a good college team needs is a very, very good quarterback and they have a defensive minded coach and their schedule. I mean, it's the rest of his ACC play and they threw a coastal that's very, you know, each your own. So that, that actually makes a lot of sense.
1: Now, when we look at the Atlantic division, we have currently as it stands, Wake Forest in first place at 2-0. Louisville and NC State tie for third at 1-0. And Clemson with 1-1. The Eagles have not yet played a conference team. Syracuse and Florida State both are looking for a big matchup this weekend that they're sitting at the bottom. And Florida State is clearly a bottom by a good bit with that (laughs) 0-2 start. But like I said, the fact that Clemson got taken down, it's still anybody's game. A lot of people still think Clemson is going to come out and win, but I personally feel like it's going to be NC State or Wake Forest.
0: I think it's going to be NC State or Wake Forest. Clemson's done. I'm sorry. I mean, you see now that Dabos, when you haven't heard the beat, bring your own gut speech yet, I haven't heard all the stuff. The moment we saw him in that <laughs> video <laughs> run yeah. out from the rock, I'm like, oh, yeah, this these guys got about to get creamed in this game. So, no, I mean, to me, it's NC State. I think Dave Dorn finally is going to hit that, you know, break through that ceiling, get the 10 wins, maybe 11. You know, Wake Forest doing well, too. And also, we haven't talked about Boston College yet. I mean, Dennis Procell, you know, he's been very he's, – he's impressed me. He's played a lot better than I thought he would, would with Phil Dracovic being out. And then yeah. Jeff Halfley, give him credit. He stuffed the Alpha Nerd or Laya Drinkowitz in the locker back in the Missouri. And they play Clemson this weekend. And the first half last year, BC owned DJ Ongolela, And he's not confident right now at all whatsoever. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that game goes because I think right now it's NC State with Wake Forest and then maybe Boston caused my slip in there too and make a conversation.
1: Well, let's have this conversation about all of the betting action that we're going to get into throughout all of the games for the Week 5 matchups. After we remind you about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action, listen, if you have not yet headed over to BetOnline.ag, it's got a new updated site and interface with even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Closet. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On to receive your fit, your welcome bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online where the game starts. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. It's a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All the users that deposit and use just your promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use promo code LOCKED you pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com. Use promo code LOCKED ON to or go to the App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. We're wrapping up the show here with AJ. God, why have I said AJ's name all freaking week? That happened to me yesterday. He's the man. That's I don't why. Know. <laughs> I know. Like, you know what it is. So AJ, I was following um, a young lady who covers Clemson, and I saw that he was going to be on her radio show talking about the game, as we're about to mention here. And I was like, oh my God, that's my doll. That's AJ. That's my that's, that's you know that's my co-host. It's my homie. So I'm sitting here hyping him up. So he's been on my brain for a minute. So that's two shows in that I have welcomed back somebody who was not AJ. So Jersey Drake, <laughs> my apologies. Locked on Seminoles host. He is going to be holding it down for us, but. Let's get back to some of these scores and some betting action we've got going on here. Now, when it comes to the ACC, as we all know, anybody's game, Virginia and Miami, happening as a recording. But then let's get to the Saturday games, right? Pitt and Georgia Tech. I think it's going to be a good one. Currently, as it stands, I believe it's, what, minus three? It might be more.
0: I would say, Since yeah, because I, I, I took it at open at minus three.
1: Yeah, okay. still minus three. Okay. I think that Pitt mm, – that Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech defense showed me something against Carolina. However, uh, I don't know. I feel like either Jeff Sims, like the way they kind of surprised Carolina with Jeff Sims coming in, I think P- Pittsburgh is going to be expecting that. That's why I give Pitt the upper hand in this one. But you just never know with any of these teams. I think I gave too much credit to Pittsburgh's defense, and if stopping Jameer, Gim, Jameer Gibbs this weekend is going to be difficult.
0: Yeah, it's going to be difficult. The problem is I actually really, really like Pat Narduzzi when he's favored by less than four points. I think he's Mm. like I think he wins. I think that's like a sixty-five percent clip or something like that. And also, I mean, I bet against GT again when they played Clemson and then when they played UNC. So I'm over two for right now. I'm not gonna go over three. And I think Kenny Pickett's the better QB. And like you said, they put a lot of film out there with Jameer Gibbs and Jeff Sims both Mm -hmm. running the ball. And if someone's going to lock them down, it's patting our duty. So give me actually pit at minus three. So and to win the game, obviously.
1: OK, cool. And then we have Carolina and Duke. It's what? Minus 20. Do you see that? Am I, am I making it's this up?
0: 19 and a half now.
1: 19 and a half. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely not. Carolina's not putting that much many points up against Duke. Like Duke's going to get in there. Sorry. You're putting a lot of faith in Carolina's defense, and I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take UNC to win, but I'm going to take Duke to probably maybe lose the game, but maybe seven to ten points. It's going to be yeah. like that kind of nail biter kind of game, and also there's going to be a lot of running the ball, especially with Mateo Durant because of your defense. So I'm going to go with that. I think that's probably the best move right there. So give me Duke a plus 19 and a half as of this recording.
1: Absolutely, and then Louisville and Wake Forest. Wake currently I see minus seven. It might be different, but you you go for it. You read me the lines. Maybe I'm reading them wrong. No, no, no. It,
0: it just actually changed. It's now my six and a half for Wake. Actually, I took Wake I'm at my six. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, got, I got you. Wait, I actually took Wake at my six. I think they're for real. I, I mean, they proved me immensely wrong by absolutely just dominating every facet of the game. And also, if you did you know that they're the out of all teams in the country, whether it be Power Five or Group of Five, they're the fourth best team in ball control. So whenever they have the ball, they capitalize, they execute, and make sure that you don't have a chance to get back in the game. And Louisville, when they didn't have – when against Florida <laughs> State, that second half, they might have pull, pull, pulled the gas a little bit back, but also they're missing Brayton Smith. Malik Cunningham played – he played good. Yeah. He's a good quarterback, but I think Sam Harmon's the better quarterback, and Dave is the much better coach. So give me – Give me Wake Forest a minus six and a half to win the game. And
1: fun times. I will be at that game this weekend, so I'm excited to Left see a Sam Hartman in Louisville in person and Sam Hartman, well, same, Sam Hartman and Demon Deacons and then Malik Cunningham in Louisville in person. So I am really pretty pumped for that. But then 3.30, you've got Syracuse in Florida State. Man, oh, man, I'm telling you, y'all don't, y'all better go. Y'all better go with Syracuse. Don't play it him. Don't play with our guys. Don't play with Dino.
0: I like the until <laughs> we're gonna win this game, folks. This is the first time on the show I've actually picked us outright to win a game from the jump. I think right. I don't know why. I just I've had feel to, like I had to
1: like build your confidence for other people. Like I've had to be like, no, you would be a homer. And like I, I flipped you. But this is the first one are you pretty confident you're gonna win.
0: Yeah, I actually think that we're gonna win this game. Now, is it gonna be nice? No, it's gonna be ugly as sin. It's gonna be pro- <laughs> I'm gonna probably be sitting there like, oh my god, I can't believe this team tricked me again. But no, I actually <laughs> legitimately think that the second half team that we saw. On defense, especially, is what we're going to be. Now, Syracuse's run defense is kind of decent, but I think we have the backs there, and also our run defense is really, really solid. And if we can, if we can neutralize Sean Tucker as you know Rutgers did by limiting to I think 54 yards, I think a few weeks ago, and Ooh. make Garrett Schrader or Tommy DeVito, aka Dan DeVito, pass the ball, then I feel good about it. So give me. Give me us to win. We're not going to cover oh the four and a half. though. So take Syracuse there. And I'll take the under at 51 because it's going to be a lot of run the ball. And it's going to be a very fast game. And for my heart, that's going to help a lot, actually.
1: <laughs> no doubt. Louisiana Tech and NC State. Is NC State going to get a hangover and slip up against Louisiana Tech, who almost beat the Mississippi State, a very bad Mississippi State team at that. But, you know, it's uh, sick, couldn't get it done.
0: Yeah, and no, I, don't, I don't believe in the hangover with this. I think that literally, I think they'll be fine. I think they're actually no going to wrong. win this game.
1: Hmm? Okay. You think they're going to roll?
0: I think they're going to roll. I don't know about 18 and a half. I think that's a lot of points. I think Austin Kendall, so the quarterback there at Louisiana Tech. So I'm going to take NC State to win the game. And if we're going to be on, I'm going to take the under 55 too. Because I think there's going to be a lot of okay. defense play that game too.
1: So good stuff. And then finally, we've got the game that you've been hyping up uh, Boston College and what my guys, good Lord, Clemson. There it is. Boston College and Clemson should be a great game. I think Boston College is going to give them a little more trouble than people are thinking. But it would have been a. I would have picked the upset if Phil Dracovic was playing. I think Clemson squeaks it out. I think this is a coming out show for DJ, and he finally gets it together.
0: I still don't think he comes out actually with that. I still think they win the game, but I don't think he has a coming out party. I banked on that. I think a little bit like the week before against Georgia Tech, it didn't show up. That's why I picked N State to you know cover, and they eventually won the game. Mm-hmm. And I think Dennis Grossell has showed a lot over the past you know three weeks, four weeks since he filled in for Phil Dracovic, and that's someone. That's a Boston College team that took Clemson down the wire, and Jeff Hafley has been thinking about that game for a while. So yeah. I'm going to take Clemson to win the game again, but it's going to be a, cl- a game, like you said, they're going to squeak one out. I wouldn't be surprised if this game is tied or Boston College is leading up into the fourth quarter.
1: Can you imagine Boston College beating Clemson? That breaks That's breaking some spirits right there. That's oh, it's going to be beautiful.
0: It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> I just want to see Dabble's face in the press conference. like, we didn't bring our own guts. Sorry.
1: That solidifies to me none of the ACC making the college football play. Like I know they said that for NC State, sure, like, but there was still hope. To me, there was still hope. Somebody could have. But like if Clemson loses to Boston College, I think it's a done deal.
0: Yeah, I think Clemson's not even a top 50 team now at this point, but the way they've been playing. It's just I hate to be the hater, but NC State, the way they're playing, if they if they keep winning, they can make a conference for that. And also, same thing with Wake Forest, too. Because they, if Wake Forest is undefeated, and then they play at the end of the year, I think, and they win that, then you might have a conversation for not only the New York Six Bowl, but maybe
1: a playoff spot, maybe,
0: depending on how everyone else checks out. So, hey, Wake.
1: That's true. Look it up. That's true. Wake, we're depending on you. Oh, my goodness. Go nerds. Who who knew we'd be having this conversation here at Week 5? Jersey Drake, it's always a pleasure to have you in the building. Can you please remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work?
0: Guys, you can follow me at tally underscore underscore Drake, as you see in the full below. If you're watching this YouTube, if not, that's what it is. In the podcast medium, you can follow at ello underscore Seminoles, The podcast you can follow my co-host at Max Moody seventeen, and also join our community at Knowles Anonymous. We have a Discord. You know, send your questions, send your mail. We'll read it out on, on the um uh, on the podcast as well. And we're fans first, people second, and content creators third. And Knowles, please, please give me something to cheer about on Saturday. I don't want to <laughs> waste another afternoon of my life.
1: Love you guys. <laughs> never want to waste any time here. We never waste time here at the Locked on ACC podcast. But if you want more betting action, betting news, what to bet on this weekend, we strongly encourage you to hit up our Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. Listen, they have all the things that you need to get ready. It is the podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. So make sure you hit it up. Hit it up. It's available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. For Jizzy, Drake, and Candace Cooper, we hope you guys have a great weekend. Please stay smart and safe out there. We are in through week five we'll be back to recap and then we'll get you ready for week six here it's just a great time and then we're a couple steps closer to basketball season so jersey Drake, i'm just saying you might be a basketball school and that's okay that's okay you know what i'm saying
0: it's all right we'll wait for i think it's like 40 days from now we'll wait on that we'll wait on that
1: no doubt until next time guys